Spoo, 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 sports. Yeah. Hello, fanatics and everyone else watching. Welcome back to the Game Time Sports Podcast with Brandon Ponomero, where it is all sports all the time. This podcast is brought to you by the fine people of the NBA, Mountain Dew, Do the Dew, and BioSteel, Drink the Pink, plus all the other flavors that they have now. Now, in basketball, we have a lot of things in our control and a lot of things that are not in our control. One thing that has a little bit of both is the NBA draft. We can control our pick, but not our order. That is up to the lottery gods. Oh, I forgot. I have a special guest with us today, my twin brother and professional NBA scout, Zach Bonamero. What is up, guys? Thank you for the invite. Finally, little brother. It is about time. Whatever, Zach. Anyways, today we'll be talking about who we think the top five draft picks will be and why they would be a good fit. Also, we'll have a little bonus talk throughout discussing some possible free agency situations. As always, we invite our listeners to call in with their opinions at the end of the cast. So, there are so many different scenarios within the top 30 picks, but my brother and I believe that we got the top five nailed down. Is that not, is that not right, bro? Yes, sir. Okay, for those who do not know or remember, this is the order of the top five picks. At number one, we have the New Orleans Pelicans. At number two, we have the Memphis Grizzlies. Number three, New York Knicks. Number four, Los Angeles Lakers. And number five, Cleveland Cavaliers. Obviously, the shock was the Pelicans getting the number one pick with having the 12th best odds to get it. Now, the way that Zach and I are going to do this is we are going to start from the fifth pick. And I will say my pick, and then Zach will say his, and then Zach will provide his insights on the player and why they would be a good fit. Does that sound good, Zach? Sounds good, brother. Okay, so number five, Cleveland. Let me see here. I got Mr. Darius Garland. Zach, do you have the same pick? And if so, what do you see him? Yes, yes, I do. Darius Garland, the guard out of Vanderbilt, is a 6'2", ultra-quick and shifty point guard. He possesses some of the best ball-handling skills in the 2019 draft class. He has an adept ability to create his own shot. He's a slick ISO player with refined pull-up abilities off the dribble. Darius is a very crafty at setting up shots and using the change of speed and pump fakes to get defenders biting and off balance. He's excellent at using the dribble to create passing angles and in his extreme quickness keeps defenders off balance. He's also a deadly three-point shooter. His silky smooth release and dribbling abilities make him difficult for opponents to defend. Before suffering a season-ending knee injury, he averaged 16.2 points and 3.8 rebounds in his five games with the Commodores. Hey, for once we agree on something. Yes, for once. Yes, I believe that Garland will be a great fit for the Cavaliers because he can gel especially well with Colin Sexton last year, last year's pick with the, uh, for the Cavaliers. They are both fast and shifty guards that have the ability to pull up from anywhere on the floor. Okay, so who do we have at number four? The Lakers. Um, I am picking Kobe White. Zach, what do you think? Well, our streak did not last long, brother. I think you're dead wrong here. Of course I am. I really think that DeAndre Hunter out of Virginia will be the better fit for the Lakers. Athletic forward with a versatile skill set, he's got a very strong body and can play multiple positions on both ends of the floor. He possesses good length with a 7'2 wingspan, and he plays very hard on both ends. His focus, energy, his focus, energy, and intensity on every play is impressive, and he also plays under control and really seems to understand his game. He plays to his strengths and rarely focuses, forces things, or gets out of control. He shows extremely good footwork and agility for his size. 
He's an above-average athlete overall, and offensively, he's very versatile, as he should be able to play both the strong forward and power forward positions at times in the NBA. Some scouts have mentioned the two-guard at times, but that is probably a stretch. He's an excellent mid-range jump shot, and he can create some off the dribble, but he also plays under control and gets to his spots. He also had a very impressive three-point shooting season where he shot 42% from the field. Well, you know what, bro? I think that after that scouting port, I hate to say this, but I, I have to agree with you. The Lakers do need some all-around talent, um, especially with LeBron possibly leaving, or even with him staying, they could use another all-around talent. Um, DeAndre Hunter is a man that can do absolutely everything on the floor. He brings a little bit of everything to the game. All right, on to the third pick, which is everyone's favorite team that they just want to see succeed. Uh, yeah, the Knicks. Okay, Zach, I have the Knicks taking someone called the Maple Mamba, R.J. Barrett. Yes, I have R.J. going to New York as well. Now, for insights, the Duke freshman is a lefty two-guard who plays the game with a lot of determination and energy. He is, has excellent finishing footwork after gathering dribble with Eurostep and Hopstep and sidesteps that he uses to weave around defenders. He is much stronger than his frame suggests, so like when, when you see him, he's... He doesn't look like the strongest guy, but he definitely is. Uh, Duke, he was aggressive, physical, and creates contact, and he also drew a lot of fouls. Um, he has excellent craftiness as a finisher and finds ways to get defenders off balance. He has great body control in the paint and uh, nice runners and finger rolls to close. He has very good use of pivots and utilizes fakes extremely well. He has a great first step off the catch and against closeouts, and he's fast in the open court and often beats several guys in transition. He's also able to fluidly change direction, going full speed. High, he has very high basketball IQ and smarts on the floor, and he gets to open shots on the floor, and he moves well without the ball and runs the lanes in transition. And he moves to passing angles extremely well. RJ Barrett is an instinctive scorer who finds gaps as a driver with great pacing and hesitations and moves inside. He's six foot seven with a strong frame and good length, like I just mentioned earlier. But he doesn't play like a six seven man, you know, like he is extremely strong. Now, Zach, do you really think that Barrett could be the one to finally get the Knicks on track to being a decent team? You know what? As much as I would like to say yes. It would. I, I am truly unsure. We don't know if the Knicks will even pick R.J. Barrett. I mean, New York has had a history this year of picking the wrong player for the team. I mean, look at the Giants. They picked Daniel Jones instead of, uh, you know, uh, Dwayne Haskins or Josh Allen in the NFL draft. So we don't know what the Knicks are going to do. Hopefully they don't pull another stupid move like the Giants did. That is true, brother. All right, for the number two pick, I would say that Zion fits better in Memphis. But let's face it, New Orleans is obviously going to pick him first. So the next best thing is John Moran out of Murray State. Uh, yes, I'd have to agree. I mean, the Pelicans already have an elite talent at the point guard position anyway, which is Drew Holiday. And I think he's going to stay there for the remainder of his career unless they bundle him with uh, Anthony Davis over to the trade to the Knicks, which we'll talk about later, but I, I really don't think so. Um, Memphis could also use a new fresh guard considering that Michael Conley is getting up there in age and he could retire soon. 
Yes, that is a good point, Zach. Can you give us the lowdown on Morant and what do you see in him specifically? Oh, Morant, the guard out of Murray State, has got a little bit of everything. I mean, he's a dynamic athlete and playmaker. He's adept at creating offense for himself as well as his teammates. That's one of his biggest things. He's a team player, not just, but he can also be a solo player and carry his team on his back when it needs to be. Um, he has ideal size for the league guard position with a 6'3 frame and long arms. He possesses the high-level passing ability even for a point guard, um, which was evidenced by his NCAA leading 9.3 assists per game average. He shows great imagination, imagination to make creative passes and seems to lead teammates into easy scores with his anticipation. And his vision plays with an edge and shows excellent competitiveness in moxie. Hey, he has a fearless style and is willing to put his body on the line and initiate contact in order to make plays. Morant is a high-level athlete for a point guard with elite speed and quickness, as well as explosive leaping ability. As great defensive upside um, with his long arms and great ability to move laterally, Morant also shows a lot of leadership and determination, developing a great rapport with teammates and natural leadership skills at Murray State. He's extremely difficult to stay in front of, um, and I would compare him to Kyrie Irving in that um, aspect. Um, and he is able to pressure opponents um, and use his quickness off the dribble. Um, he's incredibly slick and polished with the ball. Um, and he uses his featured and special move of going behind the back and create shots and perfect opportunities off of, off of the dribble there. Um, he's also has shown the ability to hit deep three balls and he has made a habit of rising to the occasion in big games. For example, he had 38 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists against Alabama and led a big second-half comeback against Auburn, finishing with 25 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists. This may, He doesn't only make himself better, but he makes his teammates better when he's on the court, and he pushes, and he pushes to make everyone better. Wow, that is a big scouting report, Zach. Yes, indeed it is. I think that John Moran is probably the most electric player in the draft and personally my favorite. I ultimately believe that he will be the best player in the NBA overall coming out of this year's class. Well, I think that's a perfect way to go into the first and final pick of our podcast today, who I believe is even more electric than John Morant, who is going to be taken by the New Orleans Pelicans, which is Zion Williamson. Well, Zion. I mean, I could talk about Zion for hours, but the freshman from Duke is just a freak of nature. He's an incredibly unique prospect from a physical attribute standpoint. He shows strength and explosiveness to finish through contact easily and hang in the air. I mean, he impacts the game on both ends of the floor. His footwork and body control are like a guard's at 280 pounds. He has an incredible explosive second jump with the touch and concentration to finish. Um, he has an underrated length, though, with a near 6'11 wingspan, almost as big as DeAndre Hunter. Um, he's tremendous anticipation, which allows him the ability to play a step ahead of the opponents, which is just unfair because of his speed already. Um, he's a nightmare. He's also a nightmare to defend in space, but he's also a nightmare to defend up close. He's very well coordinated in movement for someone with his size and youth. He's incredibly smooth and light on his feet at his size, and he's agile and nimble. He has the ability to catch the ball with extreme coordination and gather and quickly change direction and avoid the defender. His excellent acceleration gives him the ability to blow by guys with the ball in his hand, and he beats guys to the spot so he can pull off a good shot. He has good motor skills on the offensive glass and strong leaping ability. Zion is the real deal, and he could be an absolute freak of nature in the NBA. Yes, Zach, Zion is truly sensational. 
Now, before we go, let's briefly talk about trades. Now, I only see one. There's a very strong possibility of a trade between New York Knicks and New Orleans Pelicans after the draft has taken place, correct? Yes, that is correct. Now, this is only if the Knicks are not stupid. If the Knicks draft Barrett and the Pelicans draft Zion, then there could be a trade to bring Barrett to the Pelicans with Zion in exchange for all-star Anthony Davis and the Knicks first-round picks for the following year in 2020. This would be absolutely huge with the Knicks in talks of picking up Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in free agency. Now, Zach, do you think if the Knicks pulled this off, they could actually be an elite talent in the East and possibly make it to the playoffs for once or even have a run? I mean, it, it, this trade is a very big trade and it very well could happen, but uh, all the pieces really need to come together here. Like if, they, if the Knicks really want to have a good run, they need to get all of these players, uh, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, and um, oh, Kyrie Irving. That would, be, that would be an elite team, and I really do think if they had those three players on their team mixed with DeAndre Jordan and Dennis Smith Jr., they would be on fire. I think, I think the Knicks would have a really good chance to really do something special. Well, Sally, we do not have enough time today for the question and answer portion of the episode, but Zach and I hope we provided you, desperate NBA fanatics, enough insight to be confident with your team to hopefully make the right choice. Thank you, Zach, for coming on the show today. It was much appreciated. No problem, brother. Well, thank you, fanatics, for listening to this week's Game Time podcast brought to you by NBA, Mountain Dew, and BioSteel. Have a great day. And remember, it's all sports all the time. Game time.